Welcome to the Unlock Philippines podcast, your once or twice weekly informational podcast on all things lockdown management related. We hope to help you get through what you need to get through so we can keep it together while we social distance apart. I'm Jet Akuzar. I'm based in the Philippines. And I'm Jantina Fong Nigaman. That's N-I-G-G-E-M-A-N-N, a Filipina based in Hong Kong, and we are your hosts. On this episode, we are joined by Rihanna Gatas, a 10-year veteran of yoga and founder of the Beyond Yoga Studios, which have grown over the years to eight branches sprawled across Metro Manila. Grounded in the foundation of her practice, we see yoga basic precepts applied practically and liberally as she takes care to fulfill her obligations to herself and her community. Welcome to the Unlock Podcast, Rihanna. How are you, my friend? Hi, Jan. I'm here on my living room floor. <laughs> what a coincidence. I'm also sitting on my floor. <laughs> today was a pretty easy Monday for me today. I tried to get a tan through my balcony window and <laughs> was not successful, but generally I'm okay. <laughs> well, I mean, this has to be like the peppiest response to any of the lockdown conversations. I've had this week. Um, I'm glad to see that you're taking it fairly well. I think you have to. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to be really stressed out right now. So I'm trying to take all the little wins that I have. And if that's sunbathing next to my balcony window, I'm going to take it. I've known you for a long time as you're one of my oldest friends from the sandbox. So I know that fitness or even yoga was not actually where you started out. How is it that your journey took you from talent agencies to yoga? So working in showbiz, I don't think anyone is thinking that it's an easy peasy industry to be in. Um, I actually started out in retail and I shifted into talent management, and um, it was a couple of things really that brought me to yoga. I were, was practicing while I was in my last job, um, high stress, sick all the time, and then a couple of things like um, I went through a pretty, this is quite negative to start off with, but I came on to yoga um, because of my grandfather passing away, and mm. Um, I think when you, a lot of people come to yoga, I think from a situation like that. So I wasn't feeling the most 100% that I could possibly be. And I was kind of looking for a safe space and yoga seemed to be it. The very first class I ever took, I took a back-to-back one, which is crazy. But I guess that's something that I needed. Um, over a decade, I'm here with a studio that is eight years going on nine um, in the running. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, that's Thank a huge you. milestone. It is. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been great. So yoga's been my life since 2011, and I haven't been involved with anything else since. I love what you said about 
the safe space. Um, I also came sort of back to yoga, I guess, as a safe space when, um, when I was really struggling with my IVF. So I get what you mean about having, sometimes it, it, it takes a bad situation to get you somewhere better. But I think in terms of a space, a safe space, that's kind of what everyone needs right now. So, I mean, how lucky are we that we get to have you on today <laughs> to help us through this lockdown? So since Manila's under lockdown, I was wondering how your practice has been affected just Two years ago, Nico started practicing yoga. So it is something that is part of our routine. So we meditate together. We, uh, we practice together every so often. Um, before the lockdown, I definitely had a lot more practice time with just me in the studio, especially during the quiet hours of the studio. But uh, my practice has been if anything more consistent since i'm at home the dog kind of gets it also so he's adjusted well to my practice these past few months so you say that your 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 practice has become much more consistent um what would you say to someone who is maybe curious about yoga and thinking of starting now i mean it might not be so easy one would think you can't really walk into a studio and have someone like adjusting you and correcting your movements. Is it something that someone can realistically pick up now, whether they're completely new at it or maybe they have started before but would just like to start again? So Beyond right now is holding a lot of live classes and it's really nice because there are people who have started yoga who have never done yoga before and um, I think it's safe to say that everybody knows it isn't that ideal situation when it comes to starting a practice but then um, I kind of I trust our teachers and as long as you keep it simple nothing too complicated bottom line I think at the end of the day what it is we're offering is um, a place to ground um, a place to find find a safe space ultimately and I think more than ever, I think yoga is something that people need. So past the postures, what it is really is holding space. And I think if we're all going through this time of grief, yoga has been actually quite easy for people to pick up lately. So it, I mean, I don't, want, I don't want yoga to ever be just about the shape you take or how well you perform or the aesthetics of it. So I think... Beyond that, what people have found is a sense of groundedness, a sense of down-regulation, which I think we all need because it's really easy to be stuck in fight-or-flight mode, right? Especially mm -hmm. these days. So if they're new, um, it's nice because we are able to offer a wider range of classes. So we have some classes that are geared towards beginners, which I think is a great place to start. And how do people access these classes of yours, or of Beyond's rather? So uh, we offer it actually for free on social media. So it's on Facebook Live where people come on and they practice with us. And yeah, we get a lot of questions also as to 
what classes are for beginners. So we just lead them to which class, which schedule. So we offer, there's something for everybody basically online. And especially now, I think it's not hard to quote unquote sell yoga now because it's uso and everyone, everyone I think recognizes the importance of it. And um, whether you see it as a workout or um, meditation, whether you see it as a lifestyle or whatever it is, I think everyone recognizes the benefit. Whereas when I started practicing, it was quite hard to get people to even come to my classes, which I was offering for free because I was still trying to, you know, get good at it. But it was much harder before. So I think it's, a, it's actually a good time to be a teacher, which I think why the response to trainings have been quite good because, you know, they realize that people need it and people need more teachers because they need more yoga. Well, speaking of what people might need, since Unlock PH, the Instagram is um, primarily a, or largely a tip sharing website, how can people use the principles of yoga, like basic, basic principles of yoga in their life to get us through what we're all going through right now? Just a few tips, maybe like, you know, three <laughs> or more so, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, um, Yoga kasi, I think, ultimately what it is, is energy management. So it is figuring out where you are at this time. Um, ultimately, it's a system that kind of gives you insight to where you are. So figuring out how it is you're doing, allowing yourself to feel the way you feel, and acknowledging the grief that you're going through right now. Um, and I think figuring out where you are now through this practice will kind of give you more ammunition to move forward, if that makes sense. So um, knowing where you are and being present about it, not thinking too far ahead or too far behind um, has really been quite valuable, especially in this time, which I think is why I've been dealing with this better than I thought I would because I'm a generally busy person and I found that it doesn't stress me out so much this lockdown because if I take it day at a time it doesn't seem like the world is on my shoulders for the business for my practice for my income for whatever it is that I'm going through for stuff that was supposed to happen that didn't one good tip I think in creating a habit is you really have to carve time for it. Wellness is something because I think is the first that tends to go out the door when things get stressful, right? Or mm -hmm. when things get... When in fact, um, you have no ability to take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself first. So, I mean, it's like the masks in an airplane, right? You have to put it on yourself first. You take whatever it is that you filled your cup with and serve your community and do your job and take care of your kids, your husband, your household, your family, your friends. Chaka, I think people put a lot of pressure in practicing or working out whatever it is that they do. They, they feel like it has to be an hour and a half, an hour. So we really shouldn't underestimate the value of even putting in 
a little time. So like even 10 minutes is better than nothing at all. So um, one thing that this mindfulness practice gives us is we figure out what it is we have the bandwidth for. And that's something that um, that awareness and intuition is something that we take with us even outside of our practice. So the, the decision I make to not argue with someone I don't agree with, whether that's on a political level or not. So it really is the intuition, carving out time for it so that you can function as a human being in this society. I think those are extremely valuable tips that all of us can, can put into <laughs> practice and probably should into pra- put into practice right now. <laughs> So we've talked a bit about beyond, right? And considering all of the current restrictions in Manila at the moment, like how how are you dealing with that as um, as a business? I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't seem like yoga studios or fitness studios of any sort will be opening anytime soon. And I can imagine as a um, as a business of your size, that's really that that can be an issue. How do you feel about that? One thing that's really scary about being an entrepreneur in this time. So uh, I think it's it's more of the pressure of people, how much people rely on you. So that's always a fear of mine that 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 I think about pretty much every day. So I mean for my for their livelihood like our staff our teachers a lot of them only teach for beyond a lot of students only practice at beyond as well which is uh also also something that i think about on a daily basis it's quite frustrating because everything is up in the air and you know some landlords haven't given us any real information about rent if we can open which it seems like we won't and the pressure of keeping it all together can be quite stressful but you know you have to i think you have to adjust you have to adjust really quickly to the situation and adapt as fast as you can because you have no choice but to embrace this new digital landscape that's starting to come out of fitness so luckily for us we have been able to shift very quickly so on day two of uh of the ECQ we were actually able to hold live stream classes and have made it sustainable so far it's always a fear to um keep the studios open especially if we've been open for this long that's always a fear of mine but you know you have to take it day by day i think one thing that makes this whole situation really stressful is if we think too far behind or ahead so I try to stay day to day and I try to figure things out as I go just so it doesn't feel so overwhelming well just it seems like your personal ethos and and what you've learned what you've internalized from so many years of practice of yoga practice is actually helping you with your business
So I know that Beyond has been offering um, free yoga classes and you've been doing this, you said, since the second day of ECQ. So, I mean, it's amazing that you guys have been able to adapt so quickly and you guys just sprang into action really fast because I think it is really important for people to still have access to, you know, their form of exercise, especially at a time when our bodies are supposed to be the only thing that's keeping us safe from this virus. The fact that we can't, you know, go out and exercise as we usually do is, um, or even just go outside and get some sun. This is, it's, I don't know, it's a little like counterintuitive. And, and confusing. So I think it's, it's an amazing sort of public service that you're doing, reaching out not just to your community, but to even people outside of your community, just, you know, people on the internet and, and providing these classes um, for free. So we've gotten some backlash over um, offering it for free. Although one thing that has made Beyond free yoga classes sustainable is that we have because we sprung into action really fast, like you said, um, brands actually approached us right away. So on the second day of offering free classes, there were brands that were willing to collaborate with us. So we, we have been able to take care of our family, the teachers, the staff through these partnerships. I feel, Kasena, we're obligated to take care of other people at this point. And I think um, as a yoga teacher, I, I, I find it my mission to be, to go past myself when it comes to my wellness. And I think it, it, it transcends beyond myself and into the community that I want to Like left and right, I'm seeing everyone finding different ways to to help their their local community or sometimes it's not even like their immediate community or it's just getting together with neighbors or or even if it's something as simple as reaching out to that friend that you don't often reach out to and just just checking in to see that everybody is okay because we're going through such a weird awful time with no real end in sight yeah and it's a it's a real equalizer also mm-hmm. i think Right. Uh, I think when you take away all of the extra stuff that we have to deal with on a day to day, I mean, not that our lives are any easier now, but I, I think now you have to kind of zoom out and see that everyone is going through something. Another thing that you're also doing is this uh, workshop for teachers' classes, which I know you had planned before um, the pandemic, and you've now gone digital with it. So what is it like, like being a teacher of teachers, since you've been in the industry for like some 10 years um, with one of the first standalone yoga studios in Manila? So um, actually, it took us quite a while to shift into digital because I think I was really attached to the idea of being in La Union for almost for like a month. So, you know, I had to deal with a lot of grief because of that also because that, that's something that I really look forward to every year. But then, you know, it happens and you kind of have to pick up and move forward. And 
so there, I'm trying my best to embrace this digital shift. I never would have come on to it unless Ben kind of pushed me to and I think you need people like that in your life and mm. especially as someone who teaches people how to teach it's nice because you kind of give them a life skill you kind of give them something to kind of you know one make a living for themselves to um, forge the path and really push yoga out there because there are people let's say if I train someone to do yoga they're gonna get someone who would never have done yoga on the map, right? So we need more teachers, especially at this time. Um, there have been some controversies about teaching yoga online and taking it on social media, which I think none of these things are a good or bad thing. We just have to remember that social media technology is something that is neutral depending on how you use it. So it really has to come back to intention. So talking about online workouts, you are also doing Zoom workouts on your own. Is that right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I actually took a break and then I'm back teaching on Zoom. I have my first class back on tomorrow and I'm doing it thrice a week. Um, uh, it's not the best because I find it quite tiring because when you teach a public class, you kind of have energy to feed off of as a teacher, right? So um, it can get, like Zoom fatigue is real. It's exhausting to teach to your laptop and kind of have the energy enough for it to bounce past the laptop into the person. But I think... Um, it boils down really to skill. I'd like to think that I'm pretty good at what I do. And it, I've worked really hard to uh, get to how detail-oriented I am. And I think it, it, your success, I think, in teaching online and teaching in general really comes, to, comes down to how much work you've put into improving yourself because it's one thing to ask your hands and your feet to do certain things or place your limbs in a certain way but it is a totally different skill to really hold space for other people and create that that experience of intuition like teaching people how to down regulate teaching people how to let go teaching people self-awareness and how to tap into that and build skills to do that themselves i think that's I mean, the workout and everything is great, but I think that's something that yoga provides that is of greater value. Um, now, it is more than just a physical workout. It's like a whole system that helps you find balance, which I think people need, especially now. Yeah, I like how those things are no longer buzzwords. They're like necessities in, in, in this time. Yeah, that's you, can, true. you can have something as, as tactical as, as yoga mm -hmm. to um, bring words like that to, to life and, and really experience their, their full meaning. And what are you finding funny in this very unfunny time? Because I feel like we really do, and you mentioned this earlier, have to find not just a silver lining, but also things to laugh about because 
it's heavy to yeah. have to process all of the things that we need to process and to, to face what's happening outside and sometimes mm-hmm. even inside our homes. Usually, if things were in a normal state, I would be the one doing the groceries. I'm quite efficient. I can do it 20 minutes, 30 minutes, in and out, done. Um, so now, because Nico is the one who does it, which he never has unless I'm there, grocery time has turned into this RPG game of him <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding the video camera as he goes through the shelves. So he's going to hold like a piece of broccoli up to the camera and give me another choice. Like, do I get this one or this one? Do I get this brand of, I don't know, canned corn or whatever, you know? <laughs> so he does it in, you know, he just doesn't want to let me down and he does it for me. But it's really hilarious, the RPG videos. And I really am going through the grocery aisle. So it's kind of like virtual reality. <laughs> Although I do appreciate um, him doing it for us because it really is, you know, a risk to be out there. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's funny, but it's nice. <laughs> it's both. Both. It's both. But it's, it's, it's also a great learning experience for those of us who have had to take on like different roles, mm-hmm. not just in the household, but also like outside sometimes because it is such an unprecedented time. So everyone's yeah. just learning and trying their best. But, um, I think this podcast is a nice way to kind of see different stories from different people and how they're dealing with it because ultimately you kind of have to it's important to feel not alone and know that we're all kind of on the same boat chamber and not in the same level not everyone is on the same level of difficulty but it's nice to see that you're not alone going through this stuff sure yeah different boats but the same storm yeah for sure yeah, I mean, thanks for that. Like, I mean, the, the podcast has really come out of the Instagram account, which um, I think primarily started as a tip sharing site, but also like a verified news, you know, from the source kind yeah. of site. And it was just a way for people to get together and find out, you know, where do you get your contact lenses in this time? What what vets are open where where can you buy food from your favorite restaurants um, whose commissaries are open, things like that. And it's just stuff we never would have had to think about before, but then now people are actually getting together in order to get the stuff that they need. It's so interesting because in normal times, sometimes like yoga sayings, like grounding or down regulation, holding space, even namaste, they can sometimes come off as platitudes because we're so caught up and moving so fast and like we're so stuck in our own worlds. But now more than ever, these these things, they're, they're really like pearls of wisdom. I mean, they're, they're beyond uplifting. They're, they're practical and they're necessary. I can't imagine a better time to pick up yoga for the first time. 
Rihanna, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure to have your yoga voice and vocabulary soothing us in such times. <laughs> I love that you're taking care of your community in a way that is so natural and so honest, so rooted in your, in your practice. It's great to hear that your business is finding ways to thrive in such unexpected ways. And we can only hope that others are lucky enough to, to do the same and also that this continues for you, of course. We're so lucky to have access to your tips and I know that many people will be able to apply them into to their daily lives on and off the mat. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I think it's really important that we acknowledge and recognize that these are not normal times and now more than ever parang we have to for anyone who does yoga or has ever said namaste it really is more valuable in meaning right now so for those who have not heard parang the definition of namaste more than some people can say use it as a hi and hello um so what it means is I acknowledge the individual, the soul, the, the being that exists in you. And I think now more than ever, um, we have to turn it into an obligation to take care of each other. Thank you for the opportunity to let other people, other studios, other teachers know that we, I totally understand where you're from and how difficult it is to make a living and find your rhythm and your space in this new quote-unquote world, but it's going to be okay. We just have to take it one day at a time. Right, one day at a time. Thanks okay. so much. So stay safe, stay healthy, and please keep shining your light on your community. Thanks for tuning into the Unlock Philippines podcast. We are definitely learning as we go along as this is a homegrown and homespun effort using whatever tools are available to us at the moment. We hope you have found this uplifting and useful. And if you would like to reach out to us, we are at unlockph.podcast at gmail.com. See you next week.